This is All About Home Construction. And here's your hosts, Terry Canelbeck and Randy Blake. Good morning, Randy. Morning, Terry. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you. Happy cold Saturday to you. A little cold, a little cold, but it's Easter, and it's going to warm up today, 55-ish degrees. So, you know, not bad, considering, you know, it's spring break, and we had snow yesterday. I mean, right? Can't go wrong there. Yeah. Well, you know, that's nature's way of letting us know that it's not gone yet, and, you know, everybody got the idea that they're going to plant stuff early this year. (laughs) <laughs> I'm joking because normally I'm caught up right with you, but this is the first year that I, I didn't. So, But, you know, we have uh, last May we had frost. Yep. Because it killed the grape, killed the, you know, grapevines don't really have a bloom. Right. They do germinate, and it did kill the last May last year, killed the, the grapes. Yeah. I've been, uh, I was off the mountain last week. And I noticed a bunch of trees and some fruit trees were starting to, to bud out. And uh, I thought, maybe a little rough. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know what? Maybe to kill some of these weird bugs. I hope so. That you know, I've be... got a little weird beetle in my house. Yeah? And it ain't but about an eighth inch long, and it's a beetle. And when you touch it, it rolls up in a ball. <laughs> I've never seen it before, so I... I Chicken feed. You know, after uh, having the... Uh, North Carolina forestry agent on. Yep. And him talking about bugs coming in with potted plants from China. I'm just wondering if it's coming in the cardboard. Sure. That's and, a uh, good. That's a good. Good guess. Because you know, I know that uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, anything comes out of South America when it comes into port of calls, uh, gamma radiated. Right. To kill anything. From coming into the United States, I just wonder if they do it when it comes from China. I don't know, uh, and and even then, like I wonder how how accurate that can be. I mean, I know it helps, but it makes you wonder. Like, I mean, there's a lot of nooks and crannies, you know. Yeah, plus density yeah. of packaging. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So you never just wonder. But I don't know. We'll have to get him back on and ask him that question. He, I know he wanted to come back on, so we'll we'll see if we can reach out and get him back on soon. Well, be cool. Yeah, because uh, you know they did the control burns. You know, right. everybody was flipping out about. Yeah, a few weeks ago you could smell them. And uh, right. but as we said, it's important that we do control burns to keep forest fires from happening. Yep. Because think about the mountains here. You know, as steep as some of them are, especially uh, over here, Hired's Knob. If you had to walk up that thing. Which I have because I walked with a realtor one time when I was about seventeen year old because he's thinking about buying all that, and when you get on get out in the woods on it was a lot of rock, so it really wasn't feasible to build on. Sure. And but that's the way it is. That's it. So uh, yeah, well, give us a call today. Two six two, one five six seven. We'd love to get you on the air and. Uh, you know, Randy. So we talked a little bit about last week. We, we kind of, kind of jumped around a little bit. We, we we started off on wood flooring, and we never really got back to it um, because. And I'm glad we got off the subject. It was quite entertaining. Good to know a lot of uh, lots of information we had there um, last week, but. I, but one, we didn't get the question. I was going to say we did. We felt bad because we never got to the uh, the listeners' question. So I'm sorry about that. Yeah. 
why hardwood prices are so high. Yep. And uh, we've done a little research. I've done a little uh, talking to people and stuff. And uh, like I said, we had talked to a gentleman that said his uncle had a logging crew, and they had four crews that worked year-round. And last year they only had one that worked about two months. And so I really, you know, I know that COVID is an important fact, was an important factor nationwide, but did it really shut down the mills? Yeah, I mean, I know that. Because the mills is full of logs. Right. And I don't see, I know there's sawing going on, but not a lot of sawing. Sure. And I hadn't gone to the mill and checked what, see what the prices of logs were bringing, but. I know a white pine log ain't worth the the dirt it's growing in. Sure. But when you go buy a white pine, it's out of sight. Yep. Well, that's the way it is with pretty much everything, though, right? I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it's one of those things that, um, it, and maybe it's the milling process, maybe it's the shipping process. I mean, I know there's a lot of factors that go into it, but, yeah, you're right. Like, the 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 raw wood product itself doesn't isn't isn't worth as near nearly the, uh, the the what the what the fi- final product is yeah and and you know the uh hardwood you know as as we started the show last week and you know when hardwood first started out is made by scrap yep and what i mean by that is is you take laps that they can saw all down and get three, four feet right. out of it. Uh, because the average hardwood flooring that you buy, two and a quarter, can be anywhere from 18 inches to four foot. Right. But it only averages a certain, like a two-foot section. Sure. Well, you know, I mean, that comes down to the grade uh, more than not. You know, I mean, it's uh, – it's when you talk about that, you know, the, I mean, every – there's a couple different manufacturer uh, groups, I guess you would say, that take care of the, the grading. You've got, you know, the maple flooring has their own industry uh, standard. Um, what is it? The uh, M M it's MFMA. I can't remember what the actual what it stands for. I'm have, uh, maple flooring manufacturers association. They have their own uh, so, sort of standards, if you will, and 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 it goes back to size. You know, when when you're talking about grading. Wood floors or grading wood in general, right? It comes to the length, the width, but then it also goes into the you know the heart of it, the knots, the grains, stuff like that. There's a lot that take that that goes into effect. Um, the, the I know the Maplewood Flooring Association. We'll start with them. They'll, the, you know their standard width is no long no wider than three and a quarter for their standard width, and that, that's you know I mean there's always exceptions how that goes, but uh, for the but the Maple Flooring Association, that's what they say, and they're Lengths can range anywhere from nine inches to ninety-six inches, um, and they allow for fifty-five or so percent of the floor to be less than forty-two inches. But again, that is all grade dependent. Correct. And, so the higher, uh, the better the grade, the longer the pieces generally that you're going to have. Correct. Um, but I, the longest I've ever seen in any of the hardwood I've ever put down has been six foot. Right. Yeah. You, most of your boxes come six foot, yeah. and then you think, well, Kylie, I've got a whole box along here. Yeah. And come to find out, there's not but one piece in the whole <laughs> box that's that long. That's it. That's it. And uh, well, the national would f- the uh, the national the oak flooring manufacturers association, um, their average length is is somewhere in the in the neighborhood of. And this is for the uh, like the 
the three and a quarters, their average length is 22 to 36 inches long. Yeah, but, again, that's grade dependent. Right? Correct. Um, and, and so it, and we, we, we'll, we'll get into the grades, I guess, later on. Um, but there, there's – just like anything, right, there's so many – so many choices, so many, and, and the choices determines the price. Yeah, there's, what, six uh, grades of hardwood? Basically. From the best you can get to the least yeah, you can get. Yeah, and, basically. And, I mean, it's, you know, it, yeah, I mean, it, again, it sort of depends on, well, we'll, we'll like I said, we, we can jump into that in a few minutes, because. but first I, w- I wanted to show you, know, I, wanted to, I found this, um, and this is over the last couple of years, and it's a projection that's talking about the prices uh, or the actual, not necessarily the prices, but the, um, you know, the, the, the wood flooring market. And so it, 2019 was, you know, it drops down between 2019 and 2020. But now in 2020, the demand is, and well, this is what they've sold, right? And then and the, the projections for the demand has gone up and it, and it continues to rise each year. And it's not just engineered wood like the solid wood is even though it's fairly steady it's still rising up itself and i think that's part of it you know and it's you know like over the last year um the replacement in 2019 2020 the replacement was more there was more replacement hardwood floors than there was new construction hardwood floors so wow. you know, you've got people going in and, and pulling out carpet right yep. putting in wood floors and you know, you you had sort of mentioned COVID, and and I think it's I think part of this. I mean, I I don't think there's one answer as to like why wood flooring costs more. I mean, I think I think it's a lot of factors, right? But I think one of them right now is that demand, and and that is there's over the last year there's been a lot of people at home more, and a lot of people have decided to take on themselves, you know, upgrading their house, pulling out the carpet, and, and so that demand is. Uh, well, you know, houses are built better today. Sure. Because, you know, I remember when I was a kid, you know, the houses that, you know, we bought a house in Cleveland that was 60 years old. Right. But it had carpets. But underneath all the floors was hardwood, beautiful hardwood. Yep. And, but they put carpet in so they could keep their toes warm. That's you know, a, that, that's no, the whole idea of carpet because hardwood's cold. That's it, you know. Where and now we've come back full circle and yep. that's going, our houses are built better. Mm-hmm. Uh, our energy efficiency is better. So but, now you can put a hardwood floor in sure. and it. And it's not cold. Yeah. Well, and, and and we we have, you know, we we have more uh, understanding of of things like allergies too. Yeah. You know, we have more pets in the house than we used to, um, things like that. And so I think all that is is kind of the negative side of the of the carpet. But yeah, like you said, you know, is uh, it, the houses are warmer, so it makes a difference. You don't sit up on that cold floor in the morning. You always hear that. Hardwood's right? a whole lot easier to keep than carpet. Oh yes. But now let me give how many of y'all believe that you need to buy seconds to go down your floor? Okay. Well, let me explain something to you. Under North Carolina law, a contractor cannot put anything down that doesn't have a warranty. Right. A second does not have a warranty at all. So you're actually saving money, but then the contractor's in violation of installing this product because it's a second. Right. Or another thing. We can't put anything down. That's a salvage product because there's nobody to go back to and get a warranty. That's I, I've always wondered that. I mean, like I, I mean, I get the salvage part, but okay. Well, what about the reclaimed flooring? That's different. See, okay. because reclaimed is dense. Yep. You know, it's old growth timber. 
and it's been reclaimed, resawed, rekilled, and redone. Right. All right. So now the mer- the person that <clears throat> buys this reclaims it, redoes it. They're the ones that has to carry the warranty. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. But uh, not saying anything derogatory about Big John's closeout because look how many years they were our sponsors. All right. And it's great that a homeowner can go do it, but legally a contractor can't. Right. And then, you know, we have people, you know, we've seen, well, look at how my floor was installed. I don't like it. Well, what grade do it? Oh, I yeah. went over here and bought it uh, down at Lenore at that yeah. salvage place down there. So you're blaming your contractor yep. or the person that installed your floor for what you bought. Yeah. Well, and you run into that a lot. And you talked um, about it here a while back, last week, about the, yeah. the ed, end grain not being square. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I've seen that. And, and, and when, well, later on after the break, we'll get into the, the grades a little bit, and I'll ex- kind of explain that some more. But uh, you had mentioned the reclaimed lumber, though, we, we sort of talked about there. Did you know that is the only the only wood flooring lumber that's not graded? There's this, You can't really – I mean, every company kind of puts their own thing out. But as far as like an, an industry standard, there's no grading on that, that reclaimed flooring. Huh. That, that's the only one that doesn't come – from an industry standard of like you know grade first, well, you know some industry. of that reclaimed wood can be over 150 years oh, old. Oh, some of beautiful, and, and and you know here we are living in North Carolina, right, where we have centuries, right, of of, of history of um, you know tobacco, tobacco barns, tobacco, and not necessarily here in Boone, but you know when you when you get in the state itself, and um, that's a big industry, especially was in the late 90s or like early 2000s when. Tobacco had sort of kind of taken its, you know, phased out in the late 90s. Um, when you go down off the mountain, you know, anywhere, Yadkin County, Surrey County, Stokes County, all, you know, that whole region, all the way pretty much from here to Greensboro, right, when you get off the mountain, um, the tobacco industry died up and people were selling the barns out. They didn't need them anymore, right? Yeah. And so a lot of the people were buying up those barns and re and and resawing that those timbers because yep. you know it 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 it, it was log bar, logs you know solid logs, um and so you can get some beautiful like you said you know hundred year old two hundred year old wood some in some places, uh and, and reclaim this and especially the heart pine, some of I mean some of those heart pines are you know when you, when you saw into them, they're like I mean it's the color is unreal it's like purple you know it's, it's a solid yes. color it's it's beautiful. And it's solid too, you know. That's that's uh, that's the interesting part. But but yeah, it's, as far as an industry standard, there is no grading on antique reclaimed flooring. Wow. There you go. Tips of the day. Tell you what, let's take a break, and we'll come back right <laughs> after this. Thanks for listening to us. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Randy. That I mean, there's again, there's so many factors I think involved in 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 the cost, but that's the kind of uh, kind of the issue with any construction materials right now, right? Yes. And uh, what's uh, like? I mean, I know we're talking about wood flooring itself, but what's it what's it running right now for uh, for two by fours and and our, our weekly up OSB price? Golly. OSB, you know, two weeks ago was thirty nine dollars, went down to thirty three, and now it's back to thirty four. 
And uh, but I've been, and I was telling Terry before that I've I've been scaring myself and re- on my estimates. So because I use an estimator, and uh, I generally go back and check prices. But a two, an eight foot two by four spruce stud right now is ten dollars and twenty eight cents each. Right. And pre pandemic, what well, we get them for two ninety nine, three and a quarter, that range. Yep. And uh, so, you know, two befores went up out of sight in the late seventies, and people, you know, stepped in and and cooler heads prevailed. And which, you know, there you go again. You got everybody, a lot of people out there uh, that think that a uh, contractor shouldn't get paid anything, right? You know, and for what they do. And, but you know what? A lot of times it ain't the contractor's fault. Sure. Yep. For sure, you know, and that's that, that, uh, that's the sad thing, you know, and it's, it's, you know, that's what I feel sad. I mean, I feel bad for you guys, right? For people like you and, and any contractor when, when you got to, I mean, anybody that's got to buy materials, right? Because you don't know. And, and I mean, you'd mentioned it. Two by fours went down, you know, sixty cents. Well, you didn't know they were going to go up that sixty cents to begin with, and so you know, th- this week you caught a break, but last week you didn't. Last week you paid more for it, you know. And it's ha- at what point do you know, are you are you are you spending more? I mean, you think about it, you, you know, when you start talking about that kind of money, at some point you're for every ten two by fours, you know, you're you got to buy, you've paid for an extra one, you know, you can yeah. you could buy. You know, for the price of nine, you can get ten, and now we're what at vice versa. But we have a caller on the air. Good morning, caller. Good morning, guys. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. How are you, buddy? Uh, finer than frog hair and twice as scarce. Good deal. <laughs> Where you been, Bill? Uh, all over. I, I just hadn't had a, a decent question for you, and I always learn more listening than talking, so there you go. <laughs> Y'all doing all right, I hope. We cannot complain. I heard that. Yep, yep. It's like Terry was saying, or I guess one of you is saying that uh, was is just a little reminder that it's not over yet. No, it's not. And, yeah, and that's the scary part. Across the mountain Thursday evening was an educational experience after having been down the coast for a few days <laughs> delivering a load of uh, furniture and such and so forth. And, uh, yeah, it was like, oh boy. <laughs> still some, still some snow, Bill. It's, 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 look, it's April. I mean, it's the first week, first of April still. We're, uh, we're entitled to, to some more snow. Well, you know, it, it, I guess it was a little bit early, isn't it? Uh, first day of trout season. Yes, it is. And it, so, it, uh, there again, uh, it's supposed, again, it's to, supposed snow to snow on the first day of trout season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does usually. All right. I, I got a quiz for you here. I'm, I've, I've been mulling this over for a while and trying to uh, trying to come up with some kind of a plan. But I have my, my place is on a slab, and it's got old carpet that's old as I am almost. In it, and I'm thinking about trying to do some hardwood or or something on it, 
But, of course, you know, the ceiling ain't going to get any higher if I put something in that's real thick and looking for looking for ideas and suggestions. Well, in that case, being on concrete, you might want to put an engineered floor down that you can glue down. Uh, and if not, then you have to put three-quarter inch plywood down just to put the nail out, three-quarter inch nail down. Yeah, to we've put done, any hardwood in, which was, if I remember correctly, runs half three quarters of an inch. <laughs> well, so unless it's unless it's like a pergo or something, you've uh, you, you actually jumped you you jumped the gun a little bit, Bill, because I have this on my list to talk about later on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting a head start now. Then that's it. You know, I mean, first of all, when you say wood flooring. You you really got to think, Bill, about different types now. And I'm throwing laminate in here. Laminate's more of a fiberboard. It's not necessarily wood, but it, it gets thrown in that family, right? So you have laminates. You know, laminates because of the way they're engineered, because of the way they're they're made. Um, you know, and, and I say you know, they, typically they'll have a wood type pattern, but you can get whatever, right? You can get like it looks like a tile, but it's all still laminate. You know, stuff like that clicks together. It works great on something like a slab, but when you want real wood, the engineered products is really the way to go. And, you know, we say engineered, like, the first thing that comes to mind when you say engineered is the process is, is plywood, right? I mean, plywood is a, an engineered wood product. Correct. Um, and not, you know, I'm, I'm talking plywood versus flooring, you know, but but it's still the the process is, is generally the same, you know, with, with multi layers and, and glued down together. Um, it, it's it's not sawed and milled and put down. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So you I mean your your typical when you think flooring or hardwood flooring, your typical flooring, you know, you think of like a solid wood, and it's and that's what it is, right? Like it, you, that you cut down a tree, you cut down one board or cut one board out of it, and and it, so it, you know it comes from that one board comes from that one tree, right? But uh, the engineered, and, and then there's different types of engineered, and so. You know, some multi, some have four layers, some have six layers. Uh, the, you know, the, the grains cross. They've got different types of, of wood in top. And then so it's just that top layer, uh, you know, that you get, like, say you wanted an oak floor or a cherry floor. Uh, you know, generally speaking, it, it's the engineered product is the same until it gets to that top layer. And that top one's where you get the, you know, the like I said, the, the, the maple or the oak or whatever it was you're looking for, right? Yeah. Um, but engineering... When it comes to, you know, it's more stable. Engineered wood is more stable wood. And, and you can make that argument. Like I said, you know, it's, it, there's a reason why you you don't put straight veneer on, on the walls anymore, right? That's why we use plywood, right? It's, yep. uh, or, or, you know, because in the way it's engineering, it's a lot more stable. Well, when you're talking about concrete, the, the issue that you're running into with a slab is moisture. You know, it, it's it's that... It, it's it's that change and that swing of moisture. Yep. Yeah, and uh, the insulation and and the waterproofing is something that I've been considering too. That's sure. That's important because it's damp around here, especially with the water table being on top of the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, it's going. I hope we don't have another year like we did year yeah, before right. last. <laughs> yeah, right. isn't that the truth? But. You know, but as as far as as putting it down, there's a couple different ways. So, if you wanted a wood floor, you know, if you if you're saying I want a, I want a wood product on that slab, I would I would steer you towards an engineer for sure. Uh, now, there's a couple different. You know, it's just like anything, right? You can go out, you can buy an old beat up truck, or you can spend 
you know, $90,000 on that sports car. Um, and they both will get you down the road, right? Engineering flooring is the same way. There, there's different products out there. Price, you know, and, and your price may vary. Um, but generally speaking, they're, you know, 14, 16 millimeters thick. So it's, it's you know, it, it, half an inch-ish in, the, in that neighborhood. Um, you can glue them down straight to the slab if the slab is clean and, and smooth and flat. Um, but you can also float a lot of engineering floors. Now, again, there's everything's different, but is as a general paintbrush here, um, you know, you you can float most engineering floors too. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> probably knowing knowing where this place came from, it it probably takes some sanding sure. <laughs> or just sand to fill in the low spots. Well, and, and that's right. if that's the case, then I, I would say. You probably don't want to glue it down to the slab because you're going to have to do more prep work. Glue it to itself, though. but but you can glue it to itself and let it float across the the, the floor. And so, and then basically, what you're doing is is you're gluing the uh, the the ends. You're you're gluing the tongue up next to the groove, and um, you know gluing those together. So when you're done, you've got one solid floor, so to speak, that'll float. It doesn't really sit. I mean, it just sits on top of the the concrete slab. It's not really attached to the slab. It's a rug. Yeah, I mean, it, you know that that's that's really the the that that's my favorite way to do concrete slabs because I've seen too many concrete slabs that are not prepped, and there's a lot of work that would go into it to prep it to glue it onto it. Yeah, and uh, uh, what you just put uh, tar paper under it, or they have something every, special you know, to go under that. Again, every company has their own product. Uh, one of the one of the common ones that you see is this product called Quiet Walk. Um, it, it reminds me, you know how, um, how to describe it, you know, how, like you get packing materials. It looks like it's a bunch of like old cotton cloth. That's kind of like mixed up almost like a, like the old fashioned carpet, like the backing for carpet or the underlayment, you know, it looks very similar. It's a product very similar, but it, so it's like, it's just, it's a, it, it comes in about the same width as the, as tar paper does in a roll similar. But it's it's like a clothish. I say cloth. I mean it's 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 got a bunch of different materials in it. But well, clo- closer to a rag rug than it, than foam. Exactly. Yeah, and, and there are some foam products, but it but it also has a, a layer on top that's like like a plastic layer, and so and, and then that's you know and that you can you can ta- it tapes itself together, but that's what creates the moisture barrier. But you, it gives you a little bit of a foamy, spongy feel. But the reason the, the the advantage to that is when you put a, a floating floor, it's hollow, right? Like you're going to have that hollow sound underneath it when you walk across, right? You, you know. Now I know Bill, you I know you like to wear those high heels at night. So when you walk, <laughs> across, you know, when you walk across in your boots or your high heels, I didn't hear that, yeah. Bill. <laughs> my my, my uh, waffle stompers. Uh, um, but you know, but you hear that that loud, you know, clop 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 clop. Um, and so that it's just, I mean, that's just the nature of the sound, right? And the vibrations. And so that quiet walk, and again, there's different brands, there's different products out there. Um, but that typically will help cut that down and add a moisture barrier. So it's kind of like a, a dual thing. Um, one thing that you see in a lot of the box stores is, is sort of that, that foamy type plastic. It's really thin. Um, and it creates the moisture barrier, but it doesn't cut down on the sound. So you know, it's six of one, half a dozen another. Personally, I like the other. The even though you lose a little thickness, um, you know. So if you're if height is an issue, but you're not, you're only talking 
you're not talking that much thickness, right? You're, you're talking half an inch or less. Um, but I like the fact that it cuts down on the sound because, but I'm a sound guy, right? I work at the radio station, so it kills me to, it kills me to have something that's loud. <laughs> no doubt. No reverb. Hey, I got something to throw at you, Bill. Yeah. That we installed, and that's a product from Home Depot called Traffic Master. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a vinyl plank floor, and it glues to itself. It's got a strip. And it, once you put it all together, now uh, you can paint your slab with this. You can actually put down a little, you know, vapor barrier, but you can paint it and stick this together, and the whole floor floats. And it's anti-skid. It'll help insulate your floor a little. It's got a fire rating, and it's about a dollar seventy a square foot. Wow, that that's a whole lot easier than parquet, huh? Yeah, and uh, we've actually uh, a good friend of mine had it in his house, and they got wood grain, they got grays, reds, and a piece of it uh, out of his wood stove. Piece of ember popped out, got on it. He picked it up and didn't even leave a mark in it. Wow. Well, that that would be consideration at once upon a time. No. (laughs) Bill, Randy's trying to sell you on this vinyl stuff, and I'm a a wood guy, so, uh, you know, keep that in mind. Well, I'm just trying to say. I'm kind of in, you know, the thickness of it's consideration, and they're being carpeted here already. I guess that I've already given up enough to where I could do the other and really not notice the difference. I don't think you would notice. The, uh, I mean, you you know, because you're not going to pull a tape measure on it and measure. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just going to be walking on it. I don't think you're going to notice a big difference in, in everyday life. Yeah. Um, yeah, because by the time you figure in that the carpet's got the underlayment already, you know, and, and plus the thickness of the carpet. Right. You know, I guess the difference is the carpet squishes down, and but I, I, I mean, you're talking, you're talking less than an inch, right? When it's all said and done, if if you're going with an engineered product, um, and, and so that I don't think you're going to to be significantly noticeable. Now, like Randy had said, if you use, you know, if you wanted a solid wood, well, now you're going, you know, some kind of moisture barrier plus plywood. Plus the three quarter inch wood, then you would start to notice it. Um, but now, Bill, I have took and put one before, treated down on the floor, shot it down, and then put three quarter inch foam in between it, and then put the hardwood on top. Oh, that's a thought. That a little insulation, like y'all were saying earlier about cold feet and all, that would be a consideration. <laughs> you know, one thing you could do too, and, and this is something. Um, this is using that pretend lottery bunny too. It's like cork flooring, though. And I say that because <laughs> it, it, it's not cheap compared to the others, but it's um, got an R value. It, it does have an R value, and it would go over concrete, and it looks cool too. I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever seen those cork flooring. It's it's almost like little tiles, uh, you know, that they go together. And uh, I mean, it, it's when I say cork flooring, a lot of people, you know, your your first thing is thought is like this cork board that sits behind the teacher's desk, you know. But it, I mean, it's. It's cork itself is is a wood product, right? It, it's a, it's a, I mean it's a it's bark. It's it's a tree product, um, but they snap together. Some snap together, some uh, glue. But for the most part, they kind of click and snap together. Um, but it's an engineered panel, and therefore, it's more stable. Is it like like twelve inch tall size pieces? A, a lot of them are, yeah, ten to twelve inch. I mean, you know, every manufacturer is a little bit different, but yeah, typically speaking, you know, you got a, a 
tile that's a foot wide and um, when you put it down, it kind of gives itself a, a, a weird, like, not weird, but like a different texture, you know, almost, almost like a, like, like a, how do I describe it? Um, you know, like a checkerboard sort of, I mean, it's, but it's all the same color, but you see the different patterns and the different, you know, the different shades, so to speak of, of the, the wood. It's pretty cool. Huh. You know, uh, I just, uh, hey, yeah, uh, all options are open, I guess, yeah. at this point. It's time for this carpet to go away, and I thinking about doing something different with it. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not what? even sure what the price of cork is right now, though. <laughs> but it, it is more expensive, typically. Um, no. And bamboo, you know, bamboo, again, bamboo's an engineer product. I, you know, it's like I'm, I'm steering you towards the engineer products. Bamboo is a, is more resistant to uh, moisture, so it depends on the manufacturing of the bamboo product you get. Uh, you can put some bamboos over concrete, too. Hmm. Uh, um, well, and uh, the way the place is laid out, there are uh, definitely high-travel areas where it'd get more wear, and I guess I better be considering that. Yeah, yeah, the shortest you know, distance between point A and B is in a straight line, and that don't move. Right. When you get those, if you get a good engineered wood floor, you're you're going to be fine. Some of those engineering products, or a lot of the engineered products, um, that they have their own, that they have a wear layer that, and some of them are the same wear layer as what a solid wood is. So even though it's a you know thinner wood and and, and and on and on, it the wear layer itself is the same. Um, so you can sand some of them down, um, you know, once, maybe twice, depends on the product, depends on who's actually sanding it. Um, of course, there's all these, you know, there's risks and everything. But there's some products out there that has exactly the same wear layer as uh, a solid tongue of groove. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. And, and it's wood, too, so you can... You can go through it, you know, just like any wood floor where if you keep it from wearing down into that actual wood, that finish, you know, when as the finish starts to wear, add more finish to it kind of thing, you know, over every couple of years, every handful of years. Um, well, that's a thought. Uh, runners. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not a I'm not a fan of runners because more than not, what happens with runners, and, and you see this a lot on construction sites when con- contractors uh, put carp, you know, put that... Um, the craft paper down for runners. Uh, you know what happens? Well, dirt and trash gets caught up under those runners, and then it creates sandpaper. So sandpaper. Every, every time you're walking, you're sanding the floor down. Yes, you do. Uh, plastic is another yeah. one. Yeah. If you're gonna, so my suggestion, you know, and and that's, and I say this for for new construction because that's where I typically run into it. Uh, you know, I tell contractors rather than putting runners down, if you're gonna go to that trouble, do the whole floor. Wall to wall, uh, with with you know craft paper or what have you. Take but something else we've done, three H drywall. Yeah, because drywall don't slide once it's down, and, and nothing it, gets under. Yeah, and when you drop your your hammer on it, you you correct your cushion. Um, but anyway, Bill, I, that's getting a little sidetracked from you. But um, no, like I said, for uh, you know, there's there's lots of options out there, and vinyl's not one of them. Randy likes vinyl, but I don't like vinyl. There's certain instances. Now hold on here. I'm I'm a wood floor guy. Well, to give you an idea on that cork, that cork's running between four twenty nine and four ninety nine a square okay. foot. Well, with the price of hardwood flooring, it's yeah, not that's too much different that. anymore, is it? Yeah. So. <laughs> Generally speaking, when wood flooring was you know two to three dollars, four and five dollars is a lot. But now that wood flooring's gone up, maybe it is an option, Bill. Uh, it sounds like it. 
And it's going to be different than nailing it down to the floor joists, right? Yeah. It, it. I mean, again, there's different products. Some glue on. Uh, from from the sound, you know, you you had mentioned your your slab not being 100 percent level. Rather than going in and oh, grinding it, it off in. and <laughs> filling it in, you know, I live in a barn. Yeah, I mean, I would I would I would just get whatever product, <laughs> whatever product you go. I would just I mean, my suggestion without looking at it would be uh, some type of floating floor. So an engineer hey, product, whether it's cork, uh, whether it's middle, laminate. There you go, Bill. Terry's going to go all to hell on this one. Three-quarter inch thick, multi-purpose exercise mat that sticks together. <laughs> there you go. And not worry about it. Huh? That's it. Well, Bill, i got to take another break, and uh, I'm just glad you're getting rid of carpet. Yep, yep. Well, all right, guys. I I hope that uh, y'all have a good weekend, and I'll, I'll let you go. I know we blew past the break, so... I figured you'd tell me when it was too far past going into the next one. Look, you're always welcome to give us a call. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good weekend, all right? You too. Happy Easter. Thank you, buddy. Happy Easter. Bye. Bye-bye. Give us a call, 262-1567. We'll be right back. That's right, all about home construction here on WATA. Give us a call at 262-1567. We appreciate Bill and everyone else that's called in, and uh, we, we appreciate all of our listeners out there. So yeah. Thank you. And uh, this whole show got started because a listener, Randy, had a question about hardwood flooring. So uh, we hope we, hope we answered, answered their question. There, there was no real, like, there was not, like, one answer, obviously. Well, it, it's, um, but, it's a multi-week show. Right. If you just talk about hardwood flooring itself. That's it. And, and uh, the types of flooring that's out there. And uh, what you want, what you don't want, yep. what you can do, what you can't do. And, you know, one thing that uh, we get a lot of questions from a lot of people, I would like a five, six-inch wide floor. Right. You know, and they're beautiful. All right. And I really enjoy them. But the thing about it is it depends on the age of your house. When it was built to what you want to put down well when you start going anything over that uh basically four and a half inches right you know, when you start reaching five six inches um the problem that you run into is well think about how a traditional floor is is nailed down right yeah whether you use nails or staples it's, it's the same right you have you have the groove in the tongue well on the, typically on a standard, if you will, construction, you're, you're you're putting those that nail, that staple in the tongue, and it shoots down into the floor, and that's what holds it, right? And then the next piece locks in to the groove, and you're hitting that tongue again. You're nailing that tongue in. So the tongue itself is what holds that board down to Correct. the floor. And it's always in tension. Yep. Um, and so when, when you start getting wide boards, well... Again, it's the tongue that holds it down. And so, in, 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 I mean, I know you got the mechanical bond uh, of of the groove part, but but basically the the tongue is what holds that whole board down. Yes. And so, when you start getting wide, that's when you worry about cupping and uh, more. It has more play. There's more room there to move. That it can move. And if you notice and under your hardwood flooring, there's relief cuts on it. Yep. And that relief cut is to help wood from warping yeah for sure yeah 
And, uh, and, and to you give can, you another indication, if you go to Lowe's and look at their stair, pre-made stair treads, you can see the scarf, scarf cut in the mm-hmm. back of them, yep. and that's to keep that wood from warping. Yep. So the industry has tried to change yep. things over well, the and, years. Well, and even, what, even stair treads, the wide stair treads, when you really look at it, how many are one piece of wood? They're not. They're, some of them can be as much as six pieces yeah. of wood. You know, that, that, that are glued together, and that's that, again, is to go back into that and, and help help keep that problem down um you know the, and so that movement and that's what it, that's what it all boils down to is that it, it wood's going to move i mean i don't care who you say you are what you do to your house wood will move correct it's it's designed to move that that's that's yeah i mean you think about what wood is right when you look at it in a microscope it's a bunch of straws together correct and and so when it, when it pulls that moisture it's going to move the question or the, the trick for the whole thing is to keep it as stable as possible. And you do that by, by starting out with a dry product, by keeping the house, you know, dry, keeping the conditions. You know, the extreme is you, you when you leaks, right, water leaks and stuff. And that's why you see that. Um, and, you know, but, but even normal, under normal conditions, you have a lot of moisture. Um, one, one thing, too, that, you know, that, that kind of goes into this. Oh, well, I guess I guess to, to follow that up, Randy, is, is if you need to go with, if you really want a wide floor, then you're going to have to do some other ways to uh, to install it. Whether it's Correct. it's glue, you know, down to the subfloor. Um, you're probably going to have tip, you're going to have to put some glue under. It. Yep. And because of just now, the you might think that you're putting it down on the construction adhesive, but that construction adhesive will allow it to move exactly yep. and float and uh, keep it from. Uh, expanding and contracting too much yeah. and how many of y'all out there has got squeaky floors mm-hmm. now you know your squeaky floors could be put down because of its age right you know we all you know at one time all hardwoods was put down with hand hand cut nails yeah all right then we went to our gun that was a cut nail yeah. now they've gone to staples yeah. and if you look at the edge of a staple it either does two things. When it goes through the board, it goes straight in and goes to the subfloor, and it turns out or it turns in. Right. Because there's little angles on it to make it, because it's a wire nail, now they got to make that wire nail strong enough to hold that floor down. Right. And, you know, not all vapor barriers are the same, because I've had homeowners go, well, let's just go buy a roll of 6 mil plastic. Right. But they don't understand 6 mil plastic will sweat. Sure. Where 15 weight failed it won't sweat but the point of it is is when you walk on it you get black on your feet and you put black on the floor right so they've come out with a like terry said numerous different types of vapor barriers for hardwood that will not you know track back on your hardwood flooring but it when you roll it out it comes it lays out flat you don't have to fight it you don't have to staple it you can just take a piece of tape and tape it to the next piece yep and uh but you know Heat ducts are a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, up until the energy code come out in 2012, uh, we never had to cock a heat t- duct right. coming through a floor. Well, everywhere there's a heat duct in your floor, that allows moisture to come from your crawl space in up underneath your hardwood floor. So you, now you're expanding and contracting faster than normal. Yep. And, and I've seen some sloppy heat ducts where they don't even come up to the to the plywood, much less over the plywood up to the wood floor. No, it just it's yeah. you know it's just hanging there. Yep. And now um. every time that heat comes on, like Terry said, now it 
it it's forced air. Mm-hmm. Now it's pulling air out of your crawl space and putting it into your house. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I learned at an early age, if you got a house that has squeaky floors, you can take baby powder mm-hmm. and put it on your floor in the crack and walk across it, and eventually it will work it down, down. Yeah, and it will shut it up. Yeah. Well, it's just it's creating basically a lubricant. Yeah, it won't do uh, it all, right. but it helps out a bunch. Yeah, and, and I mean the only other fix is. If it's really, really bad, um, and this is more, you know, it's it's a it's a because the way the floor is not attached to the subfloor, um, you can get some epoxy products and syringes. So you drill a tiny hole and you fill it up, and it, so basically you're pouring epoxy underneath the board to glue it to, it. to glue. Um, you know, and it, it, we're running out of time, but you had sort of mentioned the staples there. Uh, you know, it's the. Anymore, you see nails or staples, and they're both going to be shot out of the gun. Uh, yeah, I say the nails are like a cleat-looking nail. And um, staples are kind of popular compared to the nails, but and, and they arguably give you a stronger, uh, less forgiving hold, I guess you would say, uh, because it's you know two prongs. It's, it's a staple. But I'm I'm always a fan of the nails a lot more because it, it allows for the for the natural expansion and contraction Correct. of the wood. But more. the biggest problem about a nail is the guy that's ne- learning how to put it down, and then he wants to go to sleep and leave his hammer running. You know what? Yeah. And he puts you got a piece that's ten inches long and he puts four nails in it, or a piece that's two feet long, and he puts one nail. <laughs> yeah, but either no, way, either I, way you go, you can overstaple it, yeah. split the tongue off of it, or you understaple yeah. it. And now the tongue floats its whole lot. Uh, one thing I've noticed is again, and, and this goes back to sloppy construction, is that is people who use staples tend to uh, damage the floor more. You know, they put too many in, they've cracked the tongue, that kind of thing, and the, which causes more squeaking. And then what? they didn't pay attention to the manufacturer's specifications ding, 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 ding. on how to install it. Exactly. It doesn't matter, friends, what you've got, what you do. You've got to listen to what they say for sure. There so. is no warranty on anything if you do not install it correctly. That's it. Well, another All About Home Construction in the books. We appreciate all of our listeners out there. Go check out the Facebook page, All About Home Construction. We'll put this show back up for, for those who uh, need to listen to it again. And we appreciate everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Happy Easter. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast, All About Home Construction. Our show airs live on WATA Radio in Boone, North Carolina, every Saturday morning. Check out our Facebook page, All About Home Construction. Leave your tips and comments there. Also, subscribe, like, and share this with a friend.